Welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed. We are pleased to bring you another fun episode of Moms Who Say the F Word. We would absolutely love it if you would leave us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. Now on with the show. What are we like? Is it like month like 305 of being stuck at home with our children at this point? 308. Oh, I knew. And it's just, (laughs) I just can't, I can't get past the fact that my kids literally just got out of school last week and summer started, which typically would be like, oh, look, we finally don't have to make school lunches and, and things get more calm. And oh no, no, it just feels Mm -mm. like nothing is changing. It's just, not no. even a transition anymore. No, this morning I woke up and I was like, um, babe, nine more weeks. And he's like, for what? And I'm like, until he starts school. <laughs> it's like a celebration <laughs> at this point. It really is. Because oh I'm God. like, oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> I just, it's exhausting. It and on really top is. of everything else, like Oregon weather seems to be super confused about what season we're supposed to be in right now. Mm. And I know you're going to say, you decided to move up there. Okay, I got it. Mm-hmm. But it is cold and pouring down rain like what in the hell and then like by next week we'll be in the 80s really just because it actually hit the 20th we're gonna be like oh wake up it's summer hi 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 (laughs) well vegas already had our 100 degree weather but it can't figure out its life either because it's like one day it's like high 70s then all of a sudden the next day it's 98 degrees which really you know how it feels here 98 degrees it's feels like 105 degrees. yeah it's still yeah. like honestly and truly if you don't live in the desert anything over 105 feels the same oh it does yeah it's just it hot different. af that's it yeah. like you're yeah. done <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> the one highlight of my week last week though um i think i told you this i can't remember now i did work for an entire day it was actually the day, the very day my kids were done with school. I uh, went and worked in my office all by myself and it was glorious having my big desk and my big <laughs> dual monitors. It was just, I mean, it is kind of creepy too. Cause there's literally nobody else there. Um, but it was so nice to be out of the house and yeah, to see, work. I have my dual monitors at home. Like I set up my command center at home. Like I don't, I, I, I knew we were not going to be going home for just three weeks because that's initially what it was supposed to be. Oh, we're just going to go home for three weeks. So take what you need for now. And I'm like, mm-hmm, no, I'm packing up for the apocalypse. Like I need I'm all taking of my it shit. All. I took <laughs> it all. Like they're like, oh, you know, just leave, you know, the monitors. I'm like, uh, it's a really nice wish. And I, I let IT know that I took them because I was like, listen, OK, I know you don't want everybody taking their monitors, but I'm Paris. So do you know to take mine? I I am (laughs) like for real. (laughs) My monitors are too big. Like I have humongous monitors at my office. They wouldn't fit at home and I wouldn't want to transport them back and forth anyways. But, um, it was just, it was super nice. And my desk at work is like the space station command center. Oh, well, it, you have it, a really nice desk though. They bought her the nicest, like yeah. one of those push buttons and it rises the entire yes. desk so that she can it. stand or sit. I mean, she's spoiled. Yeah. I, I stood for almost the entire day. I was so happy to be standing again and, and being able to move around and, just it was just it was glorious so but I I don't know when I'll ever get to go back to the office permanently or anything like that I have a feeling it will not be this summer 
And uh, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is sad because sitting all day long, I don't, I'm sure we are not the only ones. My hips hurt. Oh, God. Yeah. They, I'm no, like in so hurt. much pain. I definitely don't get up as often. I am working way more than I was when I was in the office. And I've talked to a couple people and they, they're in the same boat where they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm finding myself not being able to disconnect. And just yep. because my desk is right there, I just wake up. I immediately start answering yes. emails and everything like that's a problem. We're all going to have to go to like to some AA type a office, work AA. a work AA, like how to step away from the work and just not work. But I was telling my husband this weekend, I, you know, I barely can like even lift my arms over my head without it hurting. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is bad. This is like being bedridden almost. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you need to exercise. You've got to work out. You've got to do <laughs> yeah. things, right? Like I tried to do some Pio this morning, which is hysterical and funny. What's Pio? I'm, I guess it's like Pilates and yoga mixed. I don't know. It's actually kind of fun. I only made it 15 minutes. But, <laughs> because, well, Pilates is hard. Um, Yeah. I'm like, but I only made it 15 minutes before I was like, okay, I'm peacing out. And I went and laid back down, which, again, is probably not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that, like, so I totally get it because my whole issue is my desk, because it's usually just my personal desk, is in my bedroom. And so it's right there. So I get mm-hmm. up in the morning and I feel weird if I don't get right to work. And I don't work for a place where they're, like, keeping a tabs on me or anything like that but it just feels awkward so I don't um I don't go downstairs I'll go downstairs get my water and maybe say hi to the kids if they're already up but then I'm at my desk an hour before I typically would be going into the office it's just super strange it's it's our work ethic is the problem it's it's I don't um, need that a detriment to us well no because both of us are pretty much the same on that path of you know yes nobody is checking in on us nobody is like making sure that we're working but we have that innate fear of that moment somebody's going to email me and if I don't email them like within like five minutes of getting that email are they going to think I'm not fucking working and yeah that is the craziest thing ever yeah no I'm with you same same you know where else feelings you know where else this work ethic though is getting applied to Hmm. my animal crossing island (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) so I know you don't know about this and I I guarantee there are people listening to me right now that are adults that are like yep she's right she knows what she's talking about (laughs) so one of the things that animal crossing does is it's, it's basically like stock market but it's with turnips so on a Sunday, you have a limited amount of time to buy turnips. I know at a set of price, it could be anywhere between like ninety and one hundred and ten. Okay, they call it bells. That's your dollars. Okay, so you keep in mind I'm sharing this island with three kids. So there's four of us on the island. So each of us buys our own bells. Well, for whatever reason, we never our our stock market of turnips never goes really high. So I have found a way. They actually have a website where you find places, different islands that have their turnips being bought for like really high prices. Are you doing this in front of your kids? Yep. You're literally teaching them insider training. training. Hell (laughs) yes. Because you know what? That is, what is that called? A white collar crime? You'll just, you'll just go to jail for a little bit and it'll be fine. It'll be totally fine. It'll be nice grassy knolls. And I'm sorry. Even as even if you All go right. to jail, you know what? Be in the Senate and you can do insider trading and not get caught. Stop that. 
We are not condoning that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh. Not condoning. This go? But this is what everybody does. No. So everybody does this in, in Animal Crossing because it's the bells are what you need to be able to get your island going. And you are allowed to move to other islands, not move, visit other islands to sell your stuff. So it's part of the game. But I have found a website where you can do that with people you don't actually know. So I am basically the dealer, the turnip dealer for my kids, Animal Crossing (laughs) Island. They, they buy their turnips, they drop them all. I pick them all up and I divvy up the money after I sell. I can't even believe this. That is a dealer, right? I'm a drug dealer. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Bell dealer. Jesus Christ. I'm a turnip (laughs) bell dealer. I don't know. It's funny. That's what I'm, but my work ethic is super specific because I tell the kids, like, you have to do it this way and you got to get your stuff dropped so I can pick it up because I'm doing it tonight. I'm going to get on the website, wait in the waiting, you know, waiting line or whatever, and I'm going to go sell our bells. So I'm like really specific (laughs) about it. Oh my God. I can't even believe this conversation is happening right now. (laughs) You know what? I hope that anybody that's listening, if you can understand and relate to me, please email us. Okay. Moms say the F word at gmail.com. Just please. Because... You have to prove to Paris that I am not the only adult that's obsessed with this 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 game. I've got like four friends on there that are all adults and we're all obsessed with it. So it's not just me. So don't wonder why Courtney only has four friends, okay? Because she's obsessed with Animal Crossing. I mean, <laughs> I don't got time for more than that. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so what else? What else were we going to talk about today? Oh, Oh, sad news. I should have probably brought this up first before we had the, the giggle fest. So you made sure to you know send me the article because I'm usually the news person that those poor Idaho, Idaho kids, their bodies were found. Oh, I totally forgot I sent that to you. Yeah, I um, I had I had been following it and it just seemed it was really the most odd story, I think that we have ever followed that came with like kidnapping and missing really? children. Really? The most odd story? No. Casey no, Anthony because it took, was no, the most Ka- okay. crazy story. But see, with Casey Anthony, I feel like they found her body pretty quickly. Like, she went missing. But it's uh, almost the not... same thing. We all know they did it. <laughs> well, there's no way they're going to get away with it like Casey Anthony did. There's just uh, no way. Well, I, well let's they hope. Don't live in Florida. But... They don't live in Florida. Florida, you get away with everything. Right. Okay. But I feel like it was like they were last seen like September of last year Mm -hmm. alive. That was the last time that they could. And it took them until June of this year to figure out where those kids were. Like, how is that not how that mother got arrested right in in Hawaii. And then she was extradited to Idaho and they just let her sit there. I mean, isn't this where we could start like waterboarding our own citizens or whatever, when there's kids that are endangered or missing, like how is she? And then, she's supposed to produce him and she doesn't do it. And nobody's like, Hmm, that's a problem. <laughs> it's been almost a year since these kids have been seen. It it's just crazy. is so weird. I'm just mad at them for taking this long because it has prolonged the making of the lifetime movie of this so that I could know all the facts. Well, what I'm hoping is, is that <laughs> Netflix picked this shit up. Right. <laughs> we'll get, I mean, we'll they picked up some... Tiger King. So, I mean, <laughs> well, they did the Epstein thing too. Right. Well, so, Oh, I haven't watched that yet. I, I want, I, I want to watch it, but I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm on edge. I'm not so. sure how I feel about it. So I'm Who not, knows? I haven't watched it yet, but they have all sorts of documentaries like that. So maybe they'll pick it up. So I'm kind of hoping that maybe this whole Idaho kid things will like get picked up with Netflix on that series. And I don't know if it's Netflix. Oh no, it's, um, what's the one that starts with a T? 
not Turner Classic Movies, not TCM. What's the other? TBS or I don't know. Anyways, it's um whoever does Dirty John, whoever produces that series. Oh, I think because, that is TBS or USA. I don't. Maybe I don't. We're bad. It's one of those. Two. I don't know. <laughs> None of these people are sponsors, so we're we're cool. We, we should probably Google shit before Wait. we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so they're on season three right now. Oh, sorry, season two of Dirty John, and it's the Betty uh, Broderick story. Um, so yeah, the Los Angeles Times right now is doing a uh, podcast actually on the story, and it's being aired right now at the same time. So it's kind of a cool little thing. But anyways, so maybe the Idaho kids story will turn into something like that. I don't know. It's really I want to. I want to know what happened to these kids. I like, know. Not to, not to be morbid or anything, but I feel like there should be some answers to their families and stuff like that. And I yeah. hope that these two, these two people pay for every crime they committed because I'm pretty sure they're responsible for his wife's death, her husband's death. Oh, before absolutely. The, yeah, all that. I'm so sure I really with all this just, COVID. I'm sure they were kind of excited about it because it they thought they were going to get away with it. Yeah, it, it kind yeah. of took the like the spotlight off of them because I know they were in Hawaii, like shopping at Costco and doing like normal yeah. stuff around there. Just like they totally got away with something, and I'm like, you fuckers did something. I wonder wrong. if they even if they're smart enough to realize that Hawaii is part of the United States and there is a tradition because <laughs> like that. you weren't hiding, you fucking morons. Anyway, right. I I could go on and on about that stuff. I get super worked up about. True crime. You know this. Well, okay. So have you heard of uh, Bailey? I And I'm thinking her last name is Sarian. Have you heard mm-hmm. of her? No. I don't think okay. So. so my friend Heather hooked me up with this and she said that I needed to watch this girl. Okay. So she does like seven to 12 minute long um, tutorials on makeup. Okay. Stay oh, with shit. me. Stay with me. All Wait. Right. I know. You I'm don't glazing over. I know. I'm glazing I know. over. Stay with me. But she talks about true crime while she's doing her makeup. What? Yes. Oh, I I'm have obsessed. to watch this. I'm still not going to wear makeup very often, but I definitely would watch no, this. No, but it's awesome. so cool to watch. She does some cool shit with her makeup. I'm not going to lie. But her stories are really kind of intriguing. And she does it in such a short amount of time that it's like not a huge time commitment. You know, like our podcast to listen to us is like 30 plus minutes. So <laughs> sorry, I people. get it. Sorry. Yeah, we're not talking about true crime. But um, you've got to check her out. Bailey Sarian on Facebook. Oh. I'm definitely going to have to. For sure. So let's get into it. I'm Paris. I'm the tiger mom to one cub and married to my hubby for almost 11 years now. I watched that Artemis Fowl movie on Disney Plus last night, and I am probably the only person on earth that was completely fucking confused by that damn movie. I was so I, confused. I don't know what it's about. I haven't even tried to watch it yet. So now okay, I really well, want to. Okay, <laughs> well, we'll wait for you to watch it and then we'll discuss in another podcast because I was okay. really confused. All right. We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm Courtney, the working mom to three. Currently still working from home, like I said, which means I basically wear my pajamas all day long until until I am actually forced to leave, like, to go to the store or something. And then I will put some jeans on and possibly still be wearing the shirt that I was sleeping in. Paris, don't flip out. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I have been married to my hubs for 12 years. So he still loves me even if I wear pajamas all day. So that's good. <laughs> Thank God. <sighs> Right. But, you know, man, one of the things I am not looking forward to, and I kind of already alluded to it, you know, while working from home and being stuck here and going into what feels like forever since the kids have been home, is really (laughs) figuring out what to feed them. Um, I mean, as we know, 
I'm no fantastic cook and I don't do the whole food prep thing though. Clearly I should probably figure that shit out because I think that's what really helps people. But I, I'm Mm-mm. just not that person. <laughs> no, I don't even know who those people are. They're mythological. Just so you know, <laughs> not real. they don't exist. They lie. So, uh, you know, for me as a person that frequently cooks, okay. Pre COVID business, I too find weeks where it's hard to find the fucking motivation to do it. Period. The end. I have weeks where it's like, um, what can we throw into a taco shell, babe? Because that's what we're having. No, really. Instead of meat, I threw hash browns into a taco shell, and it was fucking amazing. I'm just going to put that out there to everybody in the universe. <laughs> if you ever, like, are low on, like, some sort of meat product, and you're like, well, there's always hash brown tacos. Yep. Have that. Um, but so I, I end up sitting there on the couch on the weekends, too, and I'm super tired already, and I'm flipping through tons of my cookbooks because, you know, I have, like, a mound of them. And then I get irritated with that shit because oh, there's only so many Post-its I can deal with with, you know, putting it in the cookbooks. And then I'm like, yeah, it's a nice wish. I'm never going back to that book. But then I end up on Pinterest, which, you know, is, like, the black hole, the abyss. Right. Yeah. And I never end up with a damn recipe because I have gone on to other subjects, you know. I'm like, oh, look <laughs> You're at repainting this. your house. Yes. I'm like, oh, look at this dress. Oh, those shoes are on sale. Yes, please. Like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I refuse to buy cookbooks because of Pinterest. So mm, Pinterest yeah. is going to kill the cookbook initiative, you know, the cookbook, uh, what am I trying to say? Business. Industry. Industry. Yes. Because I literally see no point to having cookbooks because <laughs> it's just right Aww. there on my phone i know it's that. not that i would use them anyways i'm stupid um but <laughs> this uh past weekend actually it really solidified that i have at least one extremely annoying very picky eater <laughs> my uh my youngest minion will say ew and yuck before ever touching food and that is like probably one of my top pet peeves um and you can try like to force her to try things but she'll start gagging and acting ridiculous crying you know i'm pretty sure she's probably halfway puked on the table before that's just oh, the geez. stuff that she does yeah but this weekend we were camping which we didn't really talk about but that's fine it was our first camping trip and when you're camping you're not running to the nearest Taco Bell because one kid won't eat dinner. Like they have to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, because you have to like upheave to like move, right? Like to go anywhere. Well, so. we we can disconnect the truck, but I'm still not going into town still. to get her fast food because I I planned on meals. Like there are meals and there's simple meals because I'm simple. So it's right, not hard. like not um, hard. honey, there's some berries you can go pick if you're not wanting to yeah. eat what we're eating. Right. <laughs> some leaves. Chew on that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, You know, my kid was born a picky eater, so I can't even offer you help there. But it's a chicken nuggets and butter noodle house over here. So that's (laughs) where I live, you know. I actually totally forgot that the cub was a picky eater. But you know what? That's exactly why we cruise. Because he (laughs) could get his plain butter noodles every damn night if he wanted. And they would bring him. And he does. That's awesome. And I know that there are parents out there that are like, I never buy little Johnny fast food. That is horrible. We get it, Karen. Okay. Fast food isn't the best for kids, but they, they are freaking kids. So they want a freaking happy meal once in a while. So fucking buy it for them. Listen, Karen can fuck off. Okay. Sorry to all you Karens that aren't a Karen, but you really are a Karen by birthright. Sorry to you. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know which Karens we're talking about. That's right. You just, you don't know our life. The struggle has been real, real lately, okay? I actually don't know any parent that hasn't caved and taken their kid to eat fast food. So shaming anyone is pretty stupid if you fucking ask me. For reals. Yeah. For reals. I grew up, you know, I grew up in an environment too where you had to eat everything on your plate, even when it was mm. something you hated. And it didn't matter that you tried it or anything and you just really didn't like it. To this day, I still hate Brussels sprouts. I think they're mini evil little <laughs> cabbages. I love cabbage, but l- Brussels sprouts, no matter how many times I was told to gag them down, I still, mm. to this day, do not like them. And I don't care how you make them because I've had people Are like, you sure? oh, you've positive i've tried them so many different ways as an adult i still just they taste sour or something bitter i don't know i don't i can't do it and it could also be ptsd so there's that (laughs) so you never know but so like i i don't do that to my kids i hated it so why would i do that to them and but however that this also I still don't want to hear you before you've actually tried something. That's something that really pisses me off. Or the other thing that my youngest does. Oh, this gets me going is argue with me and tell me you've never liked something when like a week ago you made an entire plate of it. Like that irritates me because I know I'm an adult. Like I know and remember and my youngest can't remember what she wore the day before. So it's like, I'm pretty positive that I remember what you ate. And one of those things is cheese. She has decided she doesn't like cheese yet. What person doesn't like cheese? She's not my kid, clearly. I mean, Mm. that's (laughs) she was switched at birth or something. Um, But she will eat uh, grilled cheese. She'll eat pizza. Really? And she'll eat quesadillas. But if you try to put cheese on something she doesn't like to eat in general, like I was talking about making chili for dinner. Mm -hmm. And I usually, when I make chili, it's out of a can. So be careful. Um, I know. I don't have all the ingredients. I have some stuff. (sighs) Whatever. I know. I know. (laughs) Anyways, but I put cheese and onions on top to like, you know, make it. Because it's amazing that way. It's amazing. Right. She was like, ew. And I was like, are you kidding? And she's like, I don't want the cheese. And I was like, it's melted cheese. It's just like what's on your pizza. And she gets this look on her face, which tells me she's probably going to deny eating pizza next time we get it. <laughs> because She's like, I'm just going to put my foot down and make a point to you right now. I'm not eating fucking pizza anymore either. <laughs> oh, my God. So going back to your Brussels sprouts conversation, my aunt. OK, and I was in my 20s. OK, I had never in my life eaten Brussels sprouts. OK, like, I don't know how Lucky. I avoided it. I don't know how it was avoided. But that's not something like Asians cook. Sorry. They just don't. Right. Well, um, and this, yeah. So this was always at the so, Thanksgivings at my German yeah. grandmother's. Yeah, so. we never. So I never had a Brussels sprout. Well, my aunt, she married a German guy. OK. Mm. And see, she, see, so she goes, oh, I made dinner. So I come downstairs and she has slathered this thing in melty cheese. Okay. So I didn't know what was under there. There was so oh, much cheese. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. And you've never heard this it's story. So it's going to be epic. It's a so sneak attack. It was, I think it was like Velveeta, which I don't like Velveeta cheese. I'm not a Velveeta person. I wasn't, I was raised on real cheese. I don't have fake cheese. So anyway, so she had put Brussels sprouts underneath the Velveeta cheese. So I went to eat it. I don't know what I thought it was, but it immediately projectiled across oh, the kitchen <laughs> because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> It was well, like you didn't my, expect that you probably expected noodles or something. I wasn't expecting it, right? I was like, my mouth just got raped. What the fuck? <laughs> it was intruder, intruder. It was a <laughs> like, sneak no. attack by those evil little mini cabbages. I'm telling you, they I are wasn't horrendous. Prepared. However, 
Oh, God. Now in my later years, I discovered Brussels chips. And if you have never had them, they are phenomenal. They don't taste like Brussels sprouts at all. So they take the little leaves, which I've done this, okay? I'm like sitting over there peeling little tiny ass. So you've made your own? I've made my own. Of course you have. I had them at a restaurant and they were phenomenal in San Francisco. The restaurant's name is Marlowe. Anyways, so I made them and they were just as amazing. So they're super crispy. Even my kid will eat them. Yeah, but your kid will eat seaweed, won't he? Yeah, he eats seaweed. That's true. Okay, touche, motherfucker. Touche. Yeah, just saying. Yeah. No, never mind. So anyways, <laughs> I personally was not allowed to get off the fucking table until every last grain of rice was off of my plate. Yeah, I'm Asian, and we had rice with every fucking meal. <laughs> every single one, including spaghetti, people. Like, who eats rice with what? a side of spaghetti? Like, who does that? That doesn't make we any do. sense at all. We do. That's right. That's why I have a 35 fucking pound bag of fucking rice in my fucking pantry right now. <laughs> because my kid loves rice. And he was basically trained his whole life for the apocalypse, you know, because he can live on rice, noodles. Although, I guess, no. Apocalypse, you have to have fire. I'm just going to come to your house. Or because I won't Friend, have a fire pit. If you can't, can't figure out how to make a fire, we're gonna we're gonna I have to. Talk. I don't even have a lighter. Like what? <laughs> okay. Oh, oh my smoke. god, my prepper smoke. brain is exploding. I don't oh I don't gosh. even know what to do with here you right now. Here we go. Anyway, <sighs> no, on. I wish that uh, I wish that my kids had like a go to meal that they would always eat. Because <laughs> didn't the cub used to eat scrambled eggs like all the time? He would always. He still eat does. Them. He still does. See, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, man, who doesn't love scrambled eggs? Well. Besides my friend Rebecca, she fucking hates any type of egg. She doesn't even like looking at an egg. Like, you know, like the Cadbury egg. Gross. What? (laughs) I love Cadbury eggs. eggs. Rebecca, I don't know you. You're off the island. Sorry. Now, I could be totally wrong. She may eat them. (laughs) I feel like I'm not wrong, though. She doesn't like those either. So, yeah. Is it the shape? I don't. Well, let's think about this, though. The Cadbury egg. You break it open. It is kind of a little bit disgusting looking. Hell no, it's not. It's delicious. I... I, I'm with you. I could eat like 25 of those fucking things in a row. I'm with you. <laughs> Probably shouldn't, but. That's so weird. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, but I could eat scrambled eggs any time of day. And oh my gosh, you know the one thing I absolutely love not to get off on like some tangent, but I love breakfast for dinner. Uh, Why is that always so epic? Like it just. Because it's not supposed to be there. So it just seems fantastic. I don't know. Like it's so yeah. good and it's always amazing. I'm with you. Oh I'm with my you. gosh. So good. Nope. It's I'm so with you. Good. <laughs> Um, so my kids, they do love scrambled eggs now, now that we're talking about that. But the, the thing that I found recently with my two oldest minions is if they are allowed to just cook them on their own, they will eat all of it. And I think that's really a trick. I, I honestly do because my middle minion actually says to me, and he said to me, said it to me twice now, why do eggs taste so much better when I make them? Well, I think cause you're making them. So I think that's really like a trick to getting your kids to eat is to t- turn them into cooks. No. My kid loves no. eating any food that includes chocolate chips. The end. Okay. Like, yeah, well. no. He likes when I make it as long as it has chocolate chips in it. <laughs> I mean, my go-to for my kids when they're really being difficult is rarely something super healthy. So clutch yeah. those pearls, Karen. Clutch them tight. Because <laughs> I'm that mom that will basically resort to anything if that means getting food into my kids. So I'm not above pizza rolls or a million pieces of buttered toast if that's all they'll eat that, that, that they're getting food that's all i care about that day cuz it'll be fine they'll they'll survive as long as i'm not starving them and I'm really they're for, starving themselves yeah i'm waiting for everybody to hear my stomach rumble like right now cuz you said buttered bread and i'm like oh 
Why is butter and bread magical? I don't know. All the <laughs> Toast. carbs. Oh my gosh. Speaking of, hmm. did you know that uh, the Cheesecake Factory sells their delicious brown bread now in the grocery store? I think I saw it. I want to say, <clears throat> and I was like, step away. <laughs> oh no, like, I bought two. I can't. Two. I can't. Because I would eat like 25 of those too. Oh yeah, like, my family why in, is that in, bread so inhaled good? them. I don't know. Like, why? I don't know, but it's so delicious. It's so good. I think they must put honey. They definitely put sugar in there. Because anytime I have found that I found something somewhat like, oh, there's no sugar in it. No, there's shit tons of sugar in it. So no, what I really think it is is crack. Is crack sweet? <laughs> I don't think so, dude. <laughs> I don't think so. But I always wanted to be that Karen mom, you know? Not caring mom. I am a caring mom. The Karen. Karen. The, the Karen the clutching that the mom. pearls. The clutching the pearls mom. Um, but I tried it and it's exhausting and it's not that I don't love my little man. It's that I love my sanity too. <laughs> Remember court when I was all about making his baby food, like back in the day. Oh my God. What, that was ridiculous. <laughs> and do you remember what I said to you when mm. that happened, when you decided mm. to start making his baby food? Do you remember what I said to you? That's not going to last. <laughs> and, and I was right. It has and nothing it to do with how it has nothing to do with how much we love our kids. Okay, per- perfection is a mirage. That's the problem. People mm. wanted to believe that they are so much better than someone else, and they. But what they do is they turn around, and they keep secrets, and they lie about what's really going on in their lives. I'd rather just be honest. And in the end, it's basically best that your kids are fed, right? Like, I've always been lucky with my kids. And so maybe that's why I don't worry so much about fast food here and there and whatnot. My kids will eat pretty much any raw veggie I put in front of them and any raw fruit that I put in front of them. They're not crazy about cooked food, you know, veggies all the time. But as I understand it, raw is better anyways, right? Like it has more nutrients. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I think um, so. So I don't freak out over the fast food or frozen chicken nuggets that aren't, they definitely aren't organic, by the way. (laughs) God. So I just learned this week how bad perfection is, apparently. I grew up thinking that it was something to aspire to be. And then Brene Brown comes along and she shit all over that mirage. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I love her. But she really breaks it down in this book that I got of hers, and it's called Daring Greatly. And I'm not going to get into that today, but maybe we'll talk about that subject in a future podcast because I've gotten a lot of good information out of that book so far. I'm almost done with it. I'm super excited to finish it, but I have learned quite a bit about my life, my husband's life, about my job even, and how to interact with people in general and how to be a better parent. I've basically, this is like the holy grail for everybody. They should all read this book, just saying. And no, she's not not a sponsor but i'd like to be her friend <laughs> you're always bringing like the self-help books into the works i know you think that i'm gonna read these at some point but you know it's super unlikely right at some point i'm gonna get you it's no. gonna happen i no. promise i'm gonna you get don't you. Understand. i don't have time to read the books that go to my book club let alone the books that you want me to read and then right now i'm reading a um camping book which it's actually, oh it actually is almost kind of like a self-help book because the beginning of it, it's about this couple. It's uh, it's called See You at the Campground. And I don't know mm-hmm. how to say their last names, but it's I think it's Jeremy and Stephanie and they're married. And how they came to discover how camping worked better for their family. And um, in the beginning, it was, you know, they just had twins and they decided to go visit family and how they realized that staying with family was super difficult and how when you've got two babies and you stay at a hotel room, it's super difficult. And that's how like the road to getting them to where they're at now, where they're, they're, you know, traveling with RVs all the time. 
Um, so actually I kind of do like it cause it really did. I related a lot to it because there's five of us in my family. And when we get a hotel room, we are, we are smashed or we have to get a suite. Right. And then that's even more money. So it is kind of like a self-help book. And then it goes into about RVs and campsites and that's not really self-help and not really. Well, no, but it's but... helping you. Right. So right. true. And it's, I mean, and it is nonfiction. So there's that. I, mean, I know you were talking about like in the future, whenever Disneyland decides to open <laughs> that you're thinking about taking the RV down to Disney and then just yeah. camping out in that. Cause I guess there's a, there's an RV park or something close yeah. to Disneyland, yeah. which I was a little bit jealous. Cause I'm thinking this bitch is going to drive down there with her house, basically on her back <laughs> and <laughs> on my back. Yeah. On her back. And she only has to pay $300 for the week. Which I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, that's like one night at a Disneyland hotel. I mean, not, yeah. I'm sorry, not even Disneyland property hotel. No, okay? right. Disneyland like property one nearby. is way more expensive. One nearby is $300 a night. Yeah. So I'm like, this bitch is getting away with murder. I've decided. <laughs> well, you know, this, this kind of does tie into the whole picky eaters thing, right? So the thing is, and this is what I want all moms to understand and to hear me about is it's about figuring out what works for you and your family and what works for you and your kids. Don't look at stuff that is supposedly perfection. Don't look at these parents that claim that all they do is feed their kids uh, vegan, organic, that's been picked by the gods and it's juiced perfectly. Don't. Because number one, I feel like you're actually maybe hurting your kids when you do stuff like that because you're not, you know, you're not allowing them to have a very mixed palate. Like we have eth- a lot of ethnic foods in our house mm-hmm. from from my husband and his mom. And so my kids have like a really wide variety of palate. The stuff that they've eaten, they've eaten Greek food, Armenian food, Russian food, like they have different stuff. And and a lot of that's meat based and, and things like that. And that's what works for my family. I don't expect anybody else to try to be like me. And I don't expect my family to be considered perfect. This is what works for us. So if my kids eat pizza rolls for a week straight because that's all they'll eat, I guarantee you they'll be eating on freaking broccoli and carrots the next week. You have to decide what works for you. And I don't like it. Also, too, though, depriving your kid of things that, like, you know, there's parents out there that are like, oh, I would never feed my kid fast food or I'd never do this. Trust me. When they grow up and then they get out of your house and they have been deprived all those years of all the yumminess and whatever, the occasional like letting them have French fries, letting them have chicken nuggets and all those things is actually okay for them. You know what I mean? They're not going to (laughs) die. You know what I mean? It's good for them to branch out and have that opportunity because if you stifle them, then it's just like anything else, right? Alcohol, you make it taboo. And it's like, I mean, obviously alcohol for children is taboo, right? They're not supposed to be drinking until they're older. But, you know, if you make it such a bad, you make them think it's such a bad thing, then they grow up and they learn that it wasn't such a bad thing. And now you're a liar because you have essentially told them that it was something bad and really it wasn't, you know, yeah. Being a glutton and eating at, you know, In-N-Out or, you know, fat burger every single day, probably not the best diet. <laughs> you right. Know, we're not saying that. And Courtney is definitely not that mom. Her no, family eats no. at home, I would say 85, if like, if not 90% of the time, they Truth. rarely get to go out to eat. So I think, you know, having picky eaters and just doing what's, what's right for them. Kids are going to grow. They are. You know yeah. what I mean? 
you know, unless they have like some sort of, you know, celiac disease, if they have some sort of reason why they can't eat certain foods, that's one thing. But completely depriving a child because of your ideals of what should be going in their body. I'm not saying that anybody should not eat organic and because we do. We eat organic as much as we can. Courtney does not. She apparently eats chili out of a fucking can. Didn't know that till right now. (laughs) Hey, if you haven't had chili that you can get at Costco, it's delicious. I tried it at one of the stupid sample stations. It's the stupid sample stations, friend. They get you with it. (laughs) I've never done it. I've never had chili. I can make chili from scratch, especially in my slow cooker. I just didn't plan ahead. And that's what, for me, that's the thing. Like things like frozen foods or cans of chili or, or rice and, and noodles, you mm-hmm. keep those things in stock because if for me, cause I am not a great cook. I'm not, I'm not like you where I, or my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law can do this too, where you can just open the fridge and see what you have and you make up a meal. I cannot do that. I have to have yes, stuff that's can. very, no, I can't. I have to have very <laughs> specific instructions and it's very specific like ingredients. Like I don't know what you can, um, you know, trade off for certain things and what could replace. I don't know any of that stuff. So just make for me, I can't, I don't, I don't know what tastes good. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. It's like fucking chemistry. I don't think I did well on that either, but you know, like, so I have stuff like cans of chili and things like that. So then when we have a last minute, you know, meal that we don't have the stuff we need, I know that I have at least the basics for that and everybody gets food. So that's just, I mean, it is, it is what it is. And I just, I really hope that the one message that people get is that, um, you don't have to be perfect, but picky eaters are a thing. Mm-hmm. It's life. Ugh. It is life. You know, I wonder if my picky kid would ever eat like homemade ice cream if I make it. Cause I have my pampered chef ice cream maker that is coming to me. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh yeah. Nice. Um, but I always have an issue with the mint ice cream being too fucking minty. I don't, oh. I don't know. I don't know. I can't even. No, I can't. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of picky a holes, though, they kind of make me want to. They make me want to make them dinner. I guess now. So. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's that time. You know. Yeah. It's, it is dinner time. So I guess we should probably go now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. At the end of the day, we're just two moms and friends trying to keep our shit together. Lipstick off our teeth. Keep the kids alive. And enjoy every moment. If you want to send us your mom stories or a topic you'd like us to chat about on our podcast, please email us at momswhosaythefword at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram with our handle at momswhosaythefword. And remember, if you can't say something nice, come sit next to us. Well, six feet away. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to tune in next week for a brand new episode. And if you liked what you heard today, please leave us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. It really helps us. Till then, these moms are fucking out. (laughs) 